and we are back with another episode of Pass It to Patrick. Uh, this is a sports podcast uh, for any new listeners. We discuss everything NFL, uh, basketball, MLB, any uh, storylines that are interesting to us. And we have a beautiful Wednesday here to get into some sports topics, talk a little bit about the NFL schedule. We're going to dive into that today. I'm going to uh, break down the first week of matchups and pick my winners and losers. So that's uh, very exciting. We're going to get to that. We got Tim Tebow to talk about, a little more Aaron Rodgers. We're going to break down uh, the teams that I think he has the best shot of going to. Uh, The Lakers, and will they have a chance to win a title? They are banged up. Anthony Davis needs to step up. He stepped up versus the um, Knicks. A very good game. And you know what? We're just going to dive right into this episode today because per report by Ian Rappaport, he has said the Jaguars are expected to sign Tim Tebow. They're going to sign Tim Tebow. This news kind of broke uh, end of last week, uh, now trickling into the uh, topics of this week in the sports world. A lot of pushback from the media saying this is a bad idea. Um I want to kind of, I find it interesting that Tim Tebow is uh, coming back to the NFL after nine years. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of pushback. Like I mentioned, the media isn't happy. Um, A a lot of guys are, you know, reports that are the locker room's going to have issues with it. Um, I get all that. I, 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 I understand why some people would have issues. It does seem like Tim Tebow loves to stay in the spotlight. Um, He's 33 um, he is king down there in Jacksonville. I can see why the owner would want to bring him in. It's a lot of money. The, a lot of tickets could be sold if he if he makes the team. And, you know, it's kind of up to Tim Tebow to decide his fate there in Jacksonville. Um, but here's the thing. Everyone's saying, how could you do this? That's such a, a stupid move. Maybe it is for football. Maybe, uh, you know, Urban Meyer is making a mistake by bringing in Tim Tebow. But Tim Tebow is just doing what all of us would do and what all of us have done. When you are in a position like Tim Tebow, where the media is obsessed with you, and my goodness, Tim Tebow, the Tebow mania, the Heisman Trophy winner, um, very like uh, open player, here's my life, um, all that stuff when he was with the Broncos and then he went to the Jets and then the Patriots for a short uh, time period. The fan base for him is incredible. I mean, my goodness. But the thing is, Tim Tebow, he carries with him a presence. And when you get that presence in the locker room, it can ruffle some feathers. But he is doing what we would all do and what anyone with a career has done. You know someone. You do. You know someone. I don't blame Tim Tebow for this. There's a lot of people saying, "How? Why would Tim Tebow be doing this? It's time to hang up the dream and and you know not not live in fantasy world where you are an NFL player. Why wouldn't you? This is if people are gonna keep giving you a chance and paying you, uh, I'm gonna do it. And it's kind of about who you know. Every everyone, you know, you make a call. Hey, I heard you're at this place. Want to give me a shot? And if you got a guy who likes you, they're gonna give you a shot. Every industry that you ever get in is about someone you know, and you can't lie and say it's not because you meet someone, You people do work hard and they do work up the ladder, but you know someone, you know someone to get that opportunity. Whatever job, whatever job you have, you know someone. 
Somebody's going to, you're going to call someone and you're going to say, give me a shot. And that person, because they like you, will give you a shot. Now, granted, you still have to work hard to prove yourself. And I think Tim Tebow will work hard. Uh, I don't know if he'll make the team because he's never been a tight end. So there's a lot of question marks. It's kind of on him to make the team. But don't blame Urban Meyer and don't blame Tim Tebow for doing this. He is keeping himself relevant. <laughs> he's marketing himself. You know, we have we have so many people uh, on TikTok and all these different uh, social media platforms that keep themselves relevant. They do things to keep themselves relevant. And what he's doing is smart. In the sports world, he's going to bring in some money. He's going to have a lot of fans. He's He... <laughs> He might make the team. He might just be there the whole season. Uh, could it be a distraction? Yes, it could be, uh, especially for Trevor Lawrence being a young QB. Again, I don't blame Tim Tebow as much as I blame the owner in Urban Meyer for this because as a football decision, I'm not sure about it. As a selling tickets and keeping it interesting, uh, yeah, it's promising. <laughs> so the thing is that I don't blame Tim Tebow for doing this at all. Any job you get, you can say, I made it on my own. I didn't have any help at all. Well, that's, I'm sorry, I don't think that's true. Because you do have to work hard to a certain extent. But then you meet someone, and they like you where you work. And then they get promoted. And then they go off and get hired somewhere, and they have a good job. All of a sudden... They see you working hard, and they say, "You know what? I know that guy. He threw his resume in. Uh, maybe I'll uh, maybe I'll drag out the interview another ten minutes, and we can just talk and chat." And you get the job, and that's exactly what's happening here. Urban Meyer, you know, coached Tim Tebow through his college career. They had success. He won the Heisman. He knows he's a hard worker. Urban Meyer knows that Tim Tebow works hard, and he gives his all to the game. So. <laughs> If if you if Tim Tebow is willing to keep himself in the limelight and put himself in that situation, why wouldn't you take the money? I would. Could it ruffle some guys the wrong way? Yeah, it could. Too bad. Worry about your own game. Keep stop. Don't make a big deal about it. Tim Tebow's going to be in that locker room. The media's going to be around him. Good. Keep your, you know, work hard. Work hard at your craft. Let the media be obsessed with that. Maybe that's what Urban Meyer thinks. Maybe he thinks by bringing in Tim Tebow, uh, there's no pressure on Trevor Lawrence. The scrutiny on him may not be as hard. I don't know. That that could be the case, or it could not. Or he could just be giving his guy a chance. And you know what? He's his guy. So I truly believe, here's what I believe, I think that if Tim Tebow doesn't make it on the Jaguars, that's fine. You know, a few years will go by, and Urban Meyer, Urban Meyer will hire him as a you know one of the coaches on the staff. Nothing big, but he'll hire him because <laughs> he can motivate people. And that's one of Tim Tebow's strengths, I think, is motivating people. I mean, he has one playoff win to his name, but the way he motivated the fan base in Denver was kind of crazy. He made people rally around him. So maybe that's what Urban Meyer's thinking. He'll be a great locker room guy. The media is going to be obsessed with Tebow. They're going to kind of leave Trevor Lawrence alone. That is all a possibility. So I don't blame Tim Tebow whatsoever. He's making the most of his opportunity. We all do it. Uh, I would do it. I mean, I'd do it in a second. So good on him. Good on him. And so that is that is big news because 
Jacksonville. Um, they I think they're they're trying to keep themselves relevant, uh, and I think this is just another way they are doing that. I forgot he was on the Eagles too. Uh, I forgot when he was on the Eagles. I, I don't even think he stayed there long. It's you know. So uh, you know, good good for Tim Tebow keeping himself relevant. I kind of hope it works out. I kind of hope that he goes in there and he makes a splash and he has success because I think that'd be uh, kind of awesome. It's a great story. Don't know if it's a great football move. We'll see what happens with it. Now, in some other news, Russell Westbrook set the record with his 182nd career triple-double. Wow. Congratulations, Russell Westbrook. He got... Um, uh, love from a lot of NBA players, and you know uh, this is this is awesome because Russell Westbrook, in a world where we base these NBA players on how many championships they got, and championships are important. I really wish I really wish Russell Westbrook could have won one. I do. I don't think he will, but no doubt this is a crazy, incredible uh, accomplishment. He should be very proud. A lot of guys love Westbrook. The way he plays, the heart he plays with, you know, he's on he's on his like third team, I believe, and so uh, he's been MVP thirteen seasons, three NBA teams, one hundred and eighty two triple doubles. That's incredible. I don't think that'll ever be uh, broken that record again. He and he's still going. You know, thirteen years, he could still play another five years, so he'll just keep adding to that record. But that was the most. Fitting performance for for Russell Westbrook when he did that. And, you know, he's passed up Wilt Chamberlain, LeBron James, Jason Kidd, Magic Johnson, Oscar Robertson, and Russell Westbrook there at the number one spot. Congratulations. That's that's awesome. I saw him play uh, when he was in Oklahoma one time, and uh, it was pretty fun to watch. He plays with such uh, an intensity. And a lot of NBA players don't play with that intensity, but he's physical. He's an athletic freak. So, you know, congratulations. He's an all he's a nine-time All-Star too. And he's won the MVP uh, twice. So just an overall great career for Russell Westbrook. And I I still think he's got a ways to go. You never know. Maybe he wins an NBA title. And that's just the icing on the cake. <laughs> we'll see. I don't I don't think he will end his career with one. And a lot of players don't. And that that's fine. They have good careers. Good careers. But he broke that record. Uh, number 181 was 33 points, 19 rebounds, 15 assists. And that, that was awesome. Then he, he broke the record the other night. So no, uh, no doubt. Congratulations to Russell Westbrook. And that, that's a, that's a pretty cool storyline. So now we undoubtedly have to talk, segueing back to the NFL. We have to talk about Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. Oh boy. Oh boy. The uh, I I go back and forth with the Aaron Rodgers uh, Packers dispute, but the Green Bay Packers have to be aware that this is going to have a ripple effect if Aaron Rodgers leaves. Um, Devonte Adams was on an interview uh, this week where he said if the Packers, uh, you know, if Aaron Rodgers moves on from the Packers, I will have to think about my future. The domino effect of what has happened with the Packers and Aaron Rodgers is incredible. Uh, that relationship is fractured. It will not be mending itself. I've gone, there's two sides here. I've gone back and forth between the Packers 
and the uh, Aaron Rodgers, uh, those two sides. I go back and forth because on one hand, yes, I do believe the Packers should have acknowledged um, Aaron Rodgers' feelings. No doubt he's the MVP. He's one of the greatest to ever do it. And you, you should acknowledge his greatness, and you should talk to him before you make any major decision. But this, then I, then I jump to the Packers' side on this. This is how they've always done things. This isn't new. This isn't a new Packers strategy. They took Aaron Rodgers with Brett Favre, if you remember, and Brett Favre was upset. And Brett Favre only won one <laughs> Super Bowl, and Aaron Rodgers has only won one Super Bowl with the organization. It, it's incredible the the two uh, two quarterbacks that they've had are so meshed together with what they have done in their professional career for the Green Bay Packers. No doubt, they should have talked to Aaron Rodgers about this. But Aaron, this is the way they've done things. This is the Packers. They haven't changed uh, who they are as a franchise. They they got a guy, and then they're always thinking of the future. They're always moving, it seems like, to the next thing. And I 100% believe that they took this quarterback. They moved up. They got to live with the consequences of the GM. But in his in his mind, it's like, you know what? This is what happened with Brett Favre. This is what's going to happen. And we'll play Jordan Love in a few years. And now let's build the rest of the team around you, Aaron Rodgers. And it just was a bad situation because you got Aaron Rodgers feeling like he's not appreciated. And I, I don't think that's what the Packers meant to do at all. I, I just think the Packers have been doing what they've been doing uh, for their, their future. And... And then, you know, because they probably predicted he's getting a little older. He's almost 40. He's almost 40. And yeah, and then he was, that motivated him. He's like, you know what? I'm going to win the MVP and then I'm going to screw the Packers uh, the following year on the draft and leak all this and say I won out. You know, we haven't seen any of Jordan Love and what he can do. That's true. We haven't. We, I'm hoping we get to see some OTAs in camps this year, so we can see how he plays and how he looks. But this whole thing of Aaron Rodgers is in the right 100%. I'm sorry, I I, I don't know. I go back and forth. I just, I kind of see the Packers side a little bit. <laughs> this is how we've always done things. Aaron, I, I got to be honest. I watched that Aaron Rodgers game against the Buccaneers. Honestly, I feel like Aaron Rodgers should have stepped up a little more. It's just, okay, like, hear me out. The Packers and Aaron Rodgers had a great season. Here's the thing that annoys me about Aaron Rodgers. He, it's it's almost like he's kind of like cool collected, you know. You got, you got Tom Brady on the other sideline screaming at his guys. Give it your all, give it your all, give it your all. You know, yelling at him, motivated. And Aaron Rodgers, I'm not questioning that he's motivated, but I think Aaron Rodgers could have stepped up in that game. I think he could have ran it. You know, granted, the coaching decision, too, was kind of off. There are different things like that. But getting back to the point of Aaron and the Packers, the the Packers, I just don't believe that they're all the way in the wrong because this is how they've done things in the past. Aaron, you shouldn't be surprised when they do this. This is what happened to you. They probably didn't tell Brett Favre when they were drafting Aaron Rodgers. They probably drafted Aaron Rodgers, and they were like, oh, yeah, Brett, we moved up and took this guy. And Brett Favre didn't like it, and Aaron Rodgers, after a couple years, didn't like 
uh, Brett Favre, and he wanted to start a few, and it went by a few years. So in their minds, they're like, you know what? We're going to move up. We're going to take Jordan Love with a late-round, first-round pick. Yes, we need to get receivers and help, but we got Devontae Adams. We could sign a free agent if it works out for us. Let's go ahead and just take the quarterback because we want to build around him for a few years. I'm, I'm tired of some of these quarterbacks acting like because Brady got his way, they feel like, I'm sorry, Aaron Rodgers, how many Super Bowls do you have? You got one. You got one, and you've had a good team. Okay, take it from somebody who likes a dysfunctional franchise. You've had it pretty good. You got a good team. You you should have won one, more Super Bowls than just one. I don't think all the blame's on Aaron Rodgers. I think they could have, you know, more free agents could have signed there, but they got him a defense. He was so happy when they got him a defense. And, dude, you got Devontae Adams, one of the greatest wide receivers. You got a good running back, a good line. <laughs> that is more than hardly any of the teams in the NFL. And you still couldn't clutch up. I have never I've I've never said that Aaron Rodgers can't clutch up. He has clutched up. But in that game he didn't clutch up when it mattered. I'm sorry, he didn't. And the fact that everybody is blaming the Packers, yes, the Packers they could tell their quarterbacks that they're going to, you know, take another quarterback. But come on, let's be grown-ups here. Aaron Rodgers, it's time for you to get over it. You have one ring. Tom Brady has seven. Same thing with Russell Wilson. I I get it. These quarterbacks need to be told they're great every day, you know, because that's what every position is in the NFL. You you definitely go to your running backs and say, hey, hey, don't worry. We're drafting this guy, but you're great. That's not that's not how it works. The only position in the NFL where you have to coddle a guy, it seems to be the quarterback position. You got to check in on their feelings every day. And that's fine when you have an all-time talent like Aaron Rodgers. But my goodness, they were just trying to prepare for the future. And I think their fans, I think they were upset, you know, that they took Jordan Rodgers. But I think if you really ask yourself deep down, you get it. You get it why they took Jordan Jordan Love, not Jordan Rodgers, excuse me. <laughs> why they took Jordan Love. You get it. They had to. We got to start preparing. It seemed, It probably seemed like... It probably seemed like a harmless move to the Packers. You know, but Aaron Rodgers is a little sensitive. I'm sorry, you seem like you're a little sensitive when it comes to the the move. I just think these men are adults, these grown men, and they they could kind of act like it. You know, in 15 years, we're going to have to have this conversation about Mahomes. <laughs> you know, the Chiefs are probably going to see a guy they like and be like, you know what, we like him. We're going to take him. We're going to move up. It's a harmless pick. We're going to develop him behind Mahomes. And you need to handle it like a big boy, okay? You aren't young anymore. Aaron Rodgers, you're going to be 40 in a couple years, okay? And and Tom Brady, if you know, Tom Brady's old, but he has seven rings. He's He has proved himself. You could have at least gotten one more. The Green Bay organization and Aaron Rodgers. I'm not putting it all on Aaron Rodgers. But he's had more than most NFL teams and most NFL starting quarterbacks have had. Okay? At some point, if you give Brady that roster, he wins. I don't care. He wins. He makes the throws. He does. Uh, He does. And Aaron Rodgers, I've gone back and forth on whose side I'm on. I see the points of Aaron Rodgers, but I see more of it the Packers way. I think I'm more on the Packers side on this. 
play out your contract. If you're still unhappy, if you play out your contract, then you leave. Be a man. You made it really far. You made it really far last year. You're close. Play out your con- a contract with the Green Bay Packers. You know, I, I, I'm not... I, I am very pro-player, and I think that they they should have more say in things, and they should they should have an opinion. But this is the NFL. It's not how it works. It Maybe how it works in basketball, but don't start acting like you have more control over the organization than the organization. That's not that's not how it works in businesses. You have a boss. You have an owner. And you just if you if if you're not happy with your situation, you can't go to your boss and have a holdout. Most people don't get that option. You know that they don't they don't have that. They can't go to their boss and say, "Yeah, you know what?" They can't leak stuff to the the media about their company. Yeah, he didn't pay me, or he didn't he paid me, but you know he's not showing me the respect. I want to go to a different company. No, you get fired. <laughs> you're fired. So, I I I kind of am on the Packers' side on this. I I I think that by them saying Aaron should play, and Aaron threatening to retire, okay, go retire. Then this isn't the NBA. This is the NFL. So you you should go ahead and retire. I hope they figure it out. I hope Aaron Rodgers just comes back to the Packers with Devonte Adams. They give it another run. Jordan Rodgers is still developing. He's still developing. And I'm sorry if you don't want to be a mentor, but you are going to lose your starting job. Nothing stays the same. Nothing. Nothing in the NFL stays the same. Except for some reason Tom Brady. <laughs> I mean, that guy stays the same. He doesn't age or, you know, show any sign of aging. So obviously he's staying the same. But all the, you know, Aaron Rodgers, I'm sorry, but time for you to uh, man up and go finish your contract and play with the Green Bay Packers. Alrighty, gosh, the NFL. It's exciting. Seems like we have storylines all the time. I'm gonna break down the NFL schedule today. Oh my goodness, I can't believe it's gotten released today. I'm gonna break it down. We're gonna go through it. The NFL will kick off Thursday, September 9th, with the Dallas Cowboys at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 7:30 NBC. That'll be an exciting Sunday night game opener. Dak Prescott and the Cowboys face Tom Brady and the defending uh, Super Bowl champs, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. My prediction for that game is Tampa Bay beats Dallas. Nothing against Dallas. Dallas nothing against Dallas. They fixed up their defense. They've given Dak a couple more weapons. Uh, it, he's got a great team. But, you know, Tampa Bay's brought back all 22 guys. And Tampa's at home. So the starting starting uh, game in the season, that, that Thursday, September 9th, Dallas at Tampa. I have Tampa winning that game. And now we're getting to the meat of it. Sunday, September 12th, Philadelphia Eagles at the Atlanta Falcons. So Philadelphia, they got, uh, oh gosh, I forgot his name, Hurts. <laughs> They got Hurts uh, starting at quarterback, and for them this year, that's new. That's that's something that's experimental. So they are going to be facing Atlanta with Kyle Pitts, that 
crazy offensive weapon that they're going to develop and use. I have the Atlanta Falcons winning that game. And that's at noon on Fox. Uh, The next game, Pittsburgh at Buffalo. Interesting game. We got old Ben Roethlisberger versus new Ben Roethlisberger. Or young Ben Roethlisberger, I should say, on the Buffalo Bills. Those guys, Josh Allen and Ben Roethlisberger, they, they look like the similar guy. One's young, one's old. Pittsburgh's at Buffalo at noon on CBS, so that's an exciting game. I think that the Buffalo Bills come out winners on that one, uh, just because I think Pittsburgh's still kind of figuring, going to be figuring out their uh, offense a little more. The the run game has not been great. They did take a rookie running back. We'll see how that develops, but I, I got Buffalo winning that game. Minnesota at Cincinnati. Oh boy, this one's interesting. This is interesting. It's at noon on Fox. I I I'm leaning I'm leaning towards Cincinnati with Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. I think they're gonna come out and have fireworks. I think they're coming out and have fireworks this year. I, I got I got Cincinnati winning that game. San Francisco at Detroit. Oh yeah, San Francisco. That one's not hard. That's at noon on Fox. That that's not hard to decide. You know, they got Jimmy, they got weapons. Detroit's rebuilding. San Francisco's just like added more uh, ammunition to that offense. So we're not going to see Trey Lance. We're going to see Jimmy, Jimmy Garoppolo, but you know, George Kittle, uh, all those weapons, that running game, Kyle Shanahan, uh, San Francisco. I got them winning that game at Detroit and that's at noon on Fox, uh, Arizona at Tennessee. Oh, boy, Kyler Murray versus Ryan Tannehill. Uh, I got to take Arizona in that one. I do. I think the Tennessee Titans had a nice little run. I, I don't see it, you know, uh, working out this season for them like it has in the past that's at noon on cbs but i got i got arizona winning that game they uh got jj watt kyler murray deandre hopkins i think fitzgerald's coming back i'm not sure Uh, larry fitzgerald but uh atlanta or arizona is uh gonna be tennessee in that one seattle versus indianapolis noon on fox the seattle seahawks will beat the indianapolis colts they will they will beat the indianapolis colts uh, Carson Wentz in a new offense. Seattle's, like I said, they've just added more ammunition to that that team. They figured out their differences. Russell uh, Wilson and Pete Carroll, they figured it out kind of. They, they've mended the bridge, at least for this year. So I think the Seattle Seahawks beat the Indianapolis Colts. The Los Angeles uh, Chargers at Washington football team. <laughs> uh, that's my team. Uh, I That's at noon on CBS. I think Washington uh, comes out the winners. I'm going to go with my team. Uh, you know, that defense, even though we don't have uh, the quarterback uh, figured out, you know, and they Chargers have Justin Herbert and Rashawn Slater. We have an incredible defense. I, I'm picking Washington in that game. New York at Carolina. This is an interesting matchup because Sam Darnold will face his former team week one. It's not even like a buildup midseason. It's at noon on CBS. I have the... Carolina Panthers uh, beating the Jets. I think Sam Darnold's going to get a little revenge. Uh, there's a new head coach in New, new York, a new quarterback. They got to figure out a lot of stuff in New York, uh, the New York Jets. So I think Carolina comes out and uh, beats them because Carolina's got a lot of good weapons and a second-year coach. They they kind of have it figured out and somewhat of a not veteran quarterback, but he's still you know experienced quarterback. So Carolina beats New York. Jacksonville at Houston. Jacksonville wins. 
A lot of dysfunction in Houston. I don't think Deshaun Watson's playing this year. That's at noon on CBS. Jacksonville with Trevor Lawrence, Urban Meyer. Oh, yeah. And I think one of the greatest tight ends in all of football, Tim Tebow. <laughs> so, so Jacksonville, uh, they're going to beat Houston. Um, Cleveland versus Kansas City. Oh, wow. That's the that's a new that's an afternoon game three twenty five on CBS. I think Kansas City wins. Uh, I think Cleveland's going to have a great year, make the playoffs. But I, I see Kansas City winning that game. It, you know they've re upped their offensive line like crazy. They got a great offensive line. Uh, they've you know added more ammunition to that offensive line. So Kansas City, uh, you're coming out winners. And Baker, you're still gonna have a great year. And the Browns, they have a crazy good one of the best. Uh, rosters in the league but they're going to take a loss Kansas City wins that Miami at New England I have New England winning that game uh, you know I, I think Tua he's got a little more to prove I just see New England having a better team they had a lot of guys opt out they got a lot of guys that are going to play this year so New England or Miami at New England uh, New England comes out on top that's a afternoon game on CBS Green Bay at New Orleans. A lot of this depends if Aaron Rodgers returns to Green Bay. But the way it's looking, I don't see him returning. So I got to go with New Orleans. I do. I got to go with New Orleans. Even though their quarterback situation is kind of up and down, I think they have a a really you know stable roster. So I'm going to go with New Orleans beating Green Bay. That's an afternoon game. Denver at New York. Denver Broncos. Uh, I have... Oh, boy. See, this kind of depends if Denver gets Aaron Rodgers, too. But as it stands, I will go with the New York Giants beating the Denver Broncos. That's an afternoon game. Again, I think they have a better offense than Denver at the moment. Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater. I don't know. I think Denver's defense is a little better. But New York uh, Giants, they, they will get this game in the afternoon. Chicago at Los Angeles. Oh, boy. Justin Fields isn't starting week one. So Los Angeles with Matt Stafford, uh, he'll come back to that division and beat the Bears. Sorry, Bears fans, you—that's the night game on NBC. So that's 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 a Sunday night game. So yeah, definitely the Los Angeles will be beating the Chicago Bears. And then we jump to Monday, big game of the week: Baltimore at Las Vegas, Lamar versus Derek Carr. That's at 7:15 p.m. on ESPN. I got. Oh. I got Baltimore. Yeah, I got Baltimore. Uh, I I think the Raiders are going to have a good year, but I think Baltimore, Lamar Jackson, he'll come out firing this year, uh, throwing the football wise, and he'll he'll have a good year. Um, so I think Baltimore's winning that game against the Las Vegas Raiders. Yeah, and that's my like week one uh, picks. Gosh, I'm so excited. It feels like football is on its way back and it's finally here um i'm gonna be breaking down leading up to the nfl season uh each week and who i have winning we're gonna kind of do that uh each week i think that's like a fun thing to do so nfl's back it it never ends the nfl never ends it it just seems like the nfl's constantly growing and they're adding more stuff to the uh off season to make the NFL stay relevant and stay interesting. And so, you know, and, and some other news, we, we got the NBA MVP. I don't want to spend too much time on it, but 
Nikolai Jokic, I think he's got it locked down. I think he's definitely going to win it this year. You know, a lot of people are saying Chris Paul. I think Chris Paul should win it, but I think Nikolai Jokic uh, will win it. Oh, gosh. It's just like the sports headlines just don't stop coming. (laughs) And we're getting into the NBA playoffs. LeBron, it's just going to be very interesting to see what happens with all these uh, different teams in the NBA, the Nets, LeBron. And the Lakers, the Lakers got to, you know, sure everything up and make sure uh, they can fix up their, their def- their, not their defense, but their offensive game against some of these juggernaut teams that they're going to be playing. And I think a lot of it hinges on getting LeBron back healthy. So no doubt NBA playoffs exciting, looking forward to them. NFL exciting. I, I can't wait to see Tebow in a Jacksonville Jaguars jersey. Running routes and blocking, and <laughs> I, I don't, I don't think, I don't think Tebow will make the team. Prove me wrong, Tebow. You know, I love a good uh, sports story <laughs> if you can make it happen. But I, I don't want people blaming Tim Tebow. He's just doing what we all would do, just taking advantage of the situation, making a, getting a call from a guy. Why, why not make money when you can? <laughs> and he's got such a crazy following, uh, Tebow mania. Tebow time. I I remember all that in Denver. So interesting storylines today. Uh, I'm glad uh, everyone tuned in. We'll we're got our schedule down. We're every Wednesday here at the Pass It to Patrick podcast. Uh, please hit that subscribe button if you haven't already, and please uh, leave a rating of the podcast. That would just help so much. I, I got to get a few things uh, figured out with the podcast, but uh, I think it's been going really well. Leave feedback. Let me know. And uh, thank you guys for listening. This has been Pass It to Patrick, and have a good day.